Hello and welcome back to Bleacher Ball. This is Justin Burkholder, your co-host here, and I will be leading the episode today. I'm talking about uh, Major League Baseball and uh, some different trends that we're seeing so far, and also uh, the NBA uh, playoffs getting started here. Uh, we had two games last night to talk about, and then we will conclude with a trivia question as always. So welcome back, and uh, we hope that you are doing well. Um, thank you for listening to Bleacher Ball, and uh, I think we'll get started here um, just talking about Major League Baseball, and um, I think we'll start with my favorite team, which is the Philadelphia Phillies, and just talking about <clears throat> how they're doing so far. Um, as I mentioned, it's just me today, so um, it'll just be me talking to myself, I guess, but I would always love to hear from your submissions and uh, hear from your comments as well as uh, some arguments that you have may have against me or May, maybe, in fact, you would agree with me. We'll see. Um, but something that you cannot uh, disagree with me so far is that um, Aaron Nola has struggled so far. And that is certainly a um, caution uh, point for the Phillies, um, the staff, and for Aaron Nola. Um, he has um, not been his usual self so far this year. And um, not the ace in the rotation that the Phillies have been um, aiming for coming off um, third place in the NL Cy Young last year and just throwing a, a gem of a season. Um, and he's only 25 years old, so um, certainly fans didn't expect him to be this good this early, but um, we'll see because right now he has a 1-0 record this year, but um, a 7.5 ERA uh, this year, and his command has certainly been off so far. So um, certainly a question question mark uh for fans and just seeing him pitch and his mechanics his velocity looks the same so um it can't really be anything necessarily with that but um certainly his curveball has not been located well he's been elevating his curveball and change up up in the zone which has led to a high amount of home runs hit off him so far um certainly which was not um as common last year for hitters and so uh, it'll be interesting to see. I think Aaron Nola will bounce back, um, just given his calm nature and his uh, willingness to persist and work hard. Um, I think he will certainly come back to Aaron Nola that we are used to and that we saw last year. Uh, but he's got to get it together. If he wants to be the ace that he has already shown himself to be, he has to um, find his command and work lower in the zone. Um, one other um, reminder of a... Um, area that the Phillies need to work on was shown last night in the uh, 11th inning when the top of the 11th inning when uh, Reese Hoskins had a ground ball hit pretty hard at him at first base uh, with a runner on second base and he was unable to corral it in and it leaked into the outfield and um, the go-ahead run scored for the Mets to take a lead in the 11th inning and the Phillies could not score in the bottom of the 11th inning off Edwin Diaz who struck out Harper, Hoskins, and then Real Muto. Uh, but the errors for Reese Hoskins has um, come at critical times this year. Um, earlier this year, it was against uh, the Nationals when he um, did not catch a ball, a routine ground ball to Sir Anthony Dominguez at the mound. He threw it over to Reese Hoskins, and he uh, wasn't able to catch it, um, a routine ball. And also against the Twins, he couldn't corral a uh, fly ball in foul territory, and um, it led to a 6-2 to two loss. So um, certainly three plays that have led to Phillies' losses that um, normally a first baseman would have made. And um, I get that 
Reese Hoskins is transitioning from left field last year, so his reps are not as much at first base. But um, when you're a big league first baseman, you're expected to make these plays, and they're costing the team so far. So, um, And this is when the conversation about uh, DH comes in and the National League possibly moving to that point where they will implement a DH into the lineup. Um, and I think Reese Hoskins would certainly love that, and I know the team would. Um, but as of right now, he needs to be playing in the field because there is no DH, of course, and um, Reese Hoskins has got to get it together because he he needs to be making these plays for the Phillies to be successful. And these are key games against the division. I mean, last night losing the game to the Mets and then earlier this year losing to the Nationals. Um, these are teams that are going to make it close this year. Um, in the division, and these games will be pivotal for the final standings. And so for the Phillies to make it in, they have to beat these teams. Um, And we've seen so far how tough this division is going to be and how close already the standings are. Um, But overall, uh, I'm not too worried about the Phillies. I think they are um, still heading in the right direction. Uh, Their bats are certainly hitting well and... um, I think that once they start to string together some hits more, um, continue to work pitchers, that their success is going to be great. Um, And I think the bullpen will continue to throw well. Um, They got off to a rough start, but of late they've been throwing better. And so um, it's tough right now with David Robertson going to the injured list, but uh, I think other guys will step up. Uh, Around the league also, uh, tonight is starting a big series uh, between – the rivals, Boston Red Sox and New York Yankees. Um, but this year it's looking a little different um, as they face each other for the first time. They are coming in off, coming off a disappointing start to the year. Uh, the Red Sox are six and eleven, and the Yankees are six and nine. Um, and neither of these teams thought that they would be at this point uh, right now on April sixteenth. But that's where they are, and they are going to have to. Get it together. Um, But tonight will be a great matchup between Chris Sale and James Paxton, um, arguably two of the aces for each team. And so must win games for both teams. Um, You hate to say that early in April, but both of of these teams know that they are expected uh, to be the front runners in the American League uh, next to the Astros. But um, the Rays have gotten off to a great start this year, and it doesn't look like they're slowing down at all. So uh, these teams are going to have to fight for every game now and uh it's going to be a great race so i'm really looking forward to seeing these uh two teams face off this week and then the red sox have the tampa bay rays this weekend so tough road stretch for the red sox here but i am certainly looking forward to watching this series um chris sale obviously hasn't gotten off to a great start either he's 0-3 with a 9 era and uh, earlier this year, his velocity was definitely down, and that raised some points of concern. But recently, his vol- velocity has gotten back up to where it usually is in the high 90s. So um, he is going to bounce back, uh, most likely. And then James Paxton is also 1-2 and two with a 6 ERA, um, but he has 19 tr- strikeouts so far. So uh, he's definitely trending upwards as well. So it should be a great matchup between two lefties tonight um, in the Bronx. So look forward to following that game. Moving on to the NBA, uh, we had a interesting night in basketball last night uh, as the Sixers beat the Nets last night, which tied the series at 1-1. It was a close game at halftime, and then the Sixers scored a 51-point third quarter 
uh, and blew the game wide open and uh, put the Nets away. And it actually came through a Brett Brown uh, cussing moment at halftime when the players mentioned that uh, he went off on the team for about two to three minutes last night during halftime, just pissed off at how the Sixers were playing and trying to ignite some form of energy and fire into their bellies. So it definitely worked as the Sixers came out scorching hot in the third quarter. And, uh, yeah, there was no turning back after that. Uh, We had a great night from Ben Simmons, who couldn't have played much better after a horrible game one. And uh, those comments after game one uh, telling the booing fans affiliate to stay on that side. Fans were certainly upset with him saying that, but he proved last night that he's back and he's going to back up his talk. He had 18 points, 10 rebounds, and 12 assists. Um, Just unstoppable around the paint last night with an efficient 8 for 12 from the field. So the the series is going back to Brooklyn now, tied 1-1, so it should be interesting to see if the Sixers will keep it up um, or if the Nets will continue to stay hot and have fun out there on the court like they're doing. And then the most talked game of the night was the Clippers and the Warriors. Um, I have to say that I did not stay up for it, and uh, the Clippers were down 31 points, so I don't think many people stayed awake for it or if they would have just switched the channel. But a um, second half by the Clippers that put up 44 points in the third quarter and 41 points in the fourth quarter um, and a 135-131 to win over the Warriors in Oracle Arena um, was huge for them to tie the series at 1-1. And it came with a DeMarcus Cousins season-ending injury as he tore his quad last night. So that's definitely tough for the Warriors um, moving forward and to see if they can make it out of the Western Conference. But, I mean, these Clippers, they came and they were playing tough. Lou Williams had 36 points with 11 assists and then Patrick Beverly, who got uh, ejected with Kevin Durant in Game 1. They were coming in and talking a lot, but uh, Pat Beverly was tough on defense and just, um, I think, sparked a little bit of toughness into that team. Um, And, yeah, they came back, did not count themselves out, and they um, even the series. So it should be interesting to see, uh, moving forward, what happens in that series. I think the Warriors will prevail and maybe start to take the Clippers a little bit more serious uh, moving forward, but... Um, who knows? It's tied 1-1 and going back to L.A., just a little bit south of Oracle. So it should be an interesting series. Tonight, uh, three matchups are set on in schedules, and that's um, first the Orlando Magic at Toronto Raptors. So the Raptors are down uh, 1-0, and um, the Magic are looking to go up 2-0 in Toronto, which would be huge going back to Orlando. Uh, I look to see the Raptors come back and even that series tonight, but who knows? Kyle Lowry didn't even score in game one in 43 minutes of action, so uh, we'll see if the playoff woes continue for the Raptors. And then game two uh, tonight will be the Spurs taking on uh, the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets, I believe, won game one. Uh, Actually, no, I am wrong. The Spurs won game one in Denver, and uh, they are looking to take a... 2-0 2-0 lead. Um, Spurs won 101-96 to in Game 1. And we'll see if Greg Popovich can continue his great coaching career um, in Denver and uh, take a 2-0 lead. And then the third uh, game of the night is the Thunder at Portland. Um, interesting matchup for sure. Great guards between 
Russell Westbrook and Damian Lillard going at it. And but uh, the Blazers have historically not done well in the playoffs, uh, but they did beat the Thunder in Game One, 104 to 99. So we'll see if Paul George can bring the Thunder back and tie the series up, or if it will go down two to zero back to Oklahoma City. That's all she wrote for Around the Leagues tonight, and uh, we had a quick episode today. Just wanted to catch up with all of you guys and um, just discuss a little bit about what's going on in Major League Baseball um, and then uh, NBA as well. Uh, But we will finish with a trivia question here, which is Christian Yelich hit three home runs last night against the Cardinals. Who has the most three home run games in Brewers history? One more time, that is Christian Yelich hit three home runs last night against the Cardinals. Who has the most three home run games in Brewers history? As always, you can email uh, us at justin underscore burkholder at pba.edu with your answers. That is justin underscore b-u-r-k-h-o-l-d-e-r at pba.edu. I look forward to hearing from you uh, for your answers to be entered into a raffle for a giveaway and uh, just to continue to hear from you all about uh, what you're enjoying. And if you would like to be on the podcast at some point, we can make that happen. So we'd love to talk sports with all of you guys and just hear um, some of your takes, um, whether they are hot or cold. Um, We would just love to talk to you guys and uh, continue to have some great conversations. I look forward to hearing from you guys as you uh, continue to follow along with sports or if you are just beginners and listening for the fun of it or just to hear my ratchet voice, I guess you can do that as well. So we will wrap things up. But again, thanks for listening, and we hope you have a great rest of your day.